This is On the Block with Stricken Nate. Nebraska Basketball Hall of Famer and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. Strickland for three! And you're going to go out of here as the Big Eight tournament champion. And Hokie Homer turned Husker, Nathan Brennan. Everyone knows that I'm the smartest person here. Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. This is On the Block with Stricken Nate. We've done it. It's official. We're headed into the weekend. Thank you for joining us. My name's Nate Brennan. He's the Husker Hall of Famer, nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. 402-464-5685. Start Raymond text line, Honda Lincoln Hotline. We want to hear from you because it's a Friday. Lots happening this weekend. A lot happening across the spectrum in sports, basketball, soccer. We even got some baseball news in free agency. Lots going on. We even got Army Navy. A lot going on in sports right now. We're going to break it all down as we always do. Again, you listen on the block 93.7 The Ticket. You can also check us out on the Star Heyman Jewelers video stream, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. As Nick said, we're inching closer to 3,000 subscribers on YouTube. So if you're watching on YouTube right now, give us a like, give us a subscribe. We appreciate each and every one of you. Uh, we're going to start out this show first. Strick, how you doing? Good, good. What's up, Nick? Uh, I'm doing good. It's a Friday. We're, uh, we're, it's, there's a lot to talk about, too. So uh, It's a good weekend we'll of it. sports as well. Great Big upsets oh, yeah. uh, out there in the uh, World Cup. Down goes Brazil. I know. No, that's uh, huge news. And maybe we will talk a little bit of soccer. Not too much because I'll be honest with you, I'm not a huge soccer guy. And once the United States got knocked out, I haven't watched soccer since. But we're going to start out by heading to the Honda Lincoln Hotline where we have Tabby from Knoxville. What's going on? What's going on? Go Big Red. Okay. Hey, we love it. Uh, what's on your mind today? Contingency. I want to know what is the contingency plan for the offensive line. I know Matt Rue's out doing his thing, but are we going to bring in some Juco boys that's ready to play Saturday? Or are we going to go through the development ring, you know, through the, uh, okay, two or three years? Because uh, Dion seems to be bringing in excitement. Mm. I, I don't know if that's of substance. I, I don't know if that's, oh, well, he's nice. He'll be flashy. He might win four games next year. But if he, if he is who he say he is and it's going on what they say going on in the transfer portal, Maybe we wouldn't hurt to have a contingency plan. Yeah, uh, thanks for the call. We appreciate it. Thanks, uh, Debbie. Yeah, thank you. We and we can break that down too, uh, strict because as someone that knows Deion Sanders very well, we we weren't able to talk about it too much yesterday. There was a lot of uh, breaking news with Husker or football. Tony White taking over as the defensive coordinator. A lot of transfer portal still sat happening. Um, so l- l- let's talk about it. We can leave with that because. I've talked about this a few times when it comes to the transfer portal and when it comes to the offensive line. Normally, your offensive line has to be built through recruiting at the high school level. Maybe you can get some JUCO, uh, but that's the one position group that more often than not, it's very difficult to reload 
from the transfer portal. It's just it's just the reality of it. It hasn't happened in the past, and you'll have a few guys that'll enter the transfer portal, big names, former five stars, but more often than not, it's not going to happen. So I think Matt Rule's got his work cut out for him because if you look at the transfer portal, for what it's worth, too, going off of that, there's only a handful of guys that you can immediately plug in and say, hey, he's going to be an elite lineman. He is going to change our offense. They don't grow on trees. So I think that when it comes to the offensive line, I like that Donovan Rayola was retained, like you said, Strick. He's been given two years. I think that having Nuri come back is huge mm-hmm. because a lot of Husker fans, Prohaska. I mean, you, you, Prohaska is going to be coming back too. There's guys coming back on the offensive line, hopefully healthy, that's going to change the outlook of it. But all in all, to be honest with you, if you're a Nebraska fan, at least the way I look at it, from the offensive line, it's probably going to take some time. I agree. Because you, you just can't. And I, I wish that it was an easy fix. I wish it was like a Trey Palmer, like a Kenneth Walker from Michigan State. Hell, you can throw Casey Thompson in that group. There are guys that are inserted plug-and-play immediately, and you could noticeably see on the field that they're making a difference. The offensive line is that one group that it just doesn't happen very often. So going off of Tabby's point, uh, while I do think Matt Rule will hit the transfer portal, while I do think that there might be a transfer portal uh, transfer on the offensive line starting next year, it's not going to be a reload immediately. It's going to be more of a redevelop. So here's here's the difference between the Deion uh, Sanders factor and and what normally would be the case in the transfer portal. As you just said, they do not grow in trees, those type of, you know, individuals on the football team. They just it just doesn't happen. No. Now, the unique difference between that and what's happening with Dion is that you can have top tier talent decide specifically, I want to go play for him. Right. And Which that's is what's where, happening. That's where you can win. Because there's somebody that specifically says, I want to be there. There's something about that I want to be associated with. I'm good here. I start here. I'm successful here, but I like what's going on there, and I want to go go make it happen, right? Now, the only the other place is, as you just stated, usually in the development forum. You get them. You get them in. You get them in the system. Which was Nebraska's they grow. bread and butter. That's what we did right. well, definitely in the past. That's still, that formula still exists. Right. It's then, more difficult now. Then – the other place to win, and check me on this if I if you think I'm wrong, 402-464-5685 on the Sutter Haven text line. Also, as Tabby just did, called in on the Honda Lincoln hotline. The other, other way, you ready? The way that Rule is trying to do it, and that is by way of identifying, looking into those individuals that are at an FCS school that was mm-hmm. overlooked – they went down there. They've got good coaching because that's what a lot of those schools have to do. They got good coaching. They got great development. They they're looking for something else. Guys, they don't know where in. to go. They're scared to jump in the portal because what they're looking at. But if there's the right fit for them and the right need for progression to move up, that's where you can find it. So I can see it finding it at a at a you know a, a Western Illinois or or definitely at like a North Dakota State or you know th- those teams that have had tremendous success at those levels, those individuals are looking just to step up, maybe they're towards the tail end, they want to grad, they want to maybe just play big time football to be able to put some better tape out there. 
I think that can happen. This is we, we got a couple questions on the text line. They're great questions, and I want to dive into them a bit, Strick. Uh, Chase says this. I got a question for you, too. Why is everybody comparing Matt Rule to Deion Sanders? No. Rule doesn't have to do what Deion does, two completely different programs. This is – I wouldn't say That's it's a comparison, but I think this is why it's a conversation. And, and correct me if I'm wrong, text line. Correct me if I'm wrong, Strick. This is the way I look at it. If you look at, unfortunately, Colorado and Nebraska – Right now, I would say that they're pretty similar programs. You were, there was a time that you were an elite program. You were the cream of the crop. You were at the top. Both programs right now are not very good, simply put. I, I, I'm sorry to be the one to tell you. I think Husker fans know the reality right now. You're not very good programs. If you look at a Deion Sanders, if he is going to Colorado for the money that he did, I think you could make the argument that if Nebraska offered him and put an offer sheet out on the table, Deion Sanders would have considered possibly gone to Nebraska. I think that's the conversation. Because Colorado, for what it's worth, is worse than Nebraska right now as a program. But let's not act like they're a Florida State. They're in Alabama. Their recruiting is going to be difficult, similar to Nebraska. And the program has been down the past few years. As a program, they're in very similar spots. And Colorado is worse. I agree with you guys. But do you know who in the Power Five has the longest streak without going to a bowl game? It's not Colorado. It's Nebraska. So Colorado is the worst program, but I would say that they're in pretty similar spots right now. If Nebraska put a feeler out for Deion Sanders, they probably could have got him. I think that's why it's a discussion. But for what it's worth, I think that they're two completely different programs because we've talked about this trick. I think the reason that Deion Sanders, part of the reason why Deion Sanders wouldn't come to Nebraska, I think a lot of what is going to happen at Colorado is being sold on Deion. A lot of what Nebraska wants to do is it's sell players on the end. Mm-hmm. It's, not, it's not the head coach. It's not a singular player. It's the end. It's the brand. It's Nebraska. Colorado isn't going to sell that. No. Colorado is going to sell. We have Deion Sanders. He's going to get you NIL deals, and he's going to put you in a position to go professional. That's yeah. it. Yeah. And, and it's going to work. And I'll tell you right now, Colorado in the next two or three years is going to be a force. They're going to be making noise. Absolutely. And, 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 and here's why I said people thought I was crazy by saying that I thought Colorado would be a good look for him. They thought I was crazy when I said that. And, and why I said that is because I'm looking not at the immediate changes that he would be able to make there, but I'm also looking at the long, the longevity part of it. You're looking at a revamped, dying, potentially, Pac-12. Dying. UCLA, your, your, two of your major brands just bolted. Stanford's been down. Washington is wavy. Stanford said they might get Jason Garrett. I don't know if you saw that. I didn't see that, yeah. but okay. They've been wavy. Oregon State has emerged out of nowhere because they've been one of those terrible teams. I mean, other than when Mike right. Riley was there, right? And Oregon is down, solid, but they're they're not they're not the same they're not a Oregon team. No, they're, they're not, not that same. Let, 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 you know, I'm not, when I say down, I'm not saying You're talking about Chip Kelly Oregon. Yeah, I'm okay. saying they're not that that level. So when you look at it, you have the uh, the CBFP coming in a few years. Twelve team. He knows he can he can position his team within that framework to get there to the 12 and make noise. So I felt that it would be a good because he can be a leader in the Pac-12 very quickly if you bring that type of talent, you bring that type of leadership, you bring that type uh, of, of coaching to a potential team. You could probably turn around pretty quickly 
So that's why I think he's looking at, let me just get into this CFP. Let right. me get into this playoff. And then, and then we'll have a discussion. Then we'll have a discussion. And, and this is – Texter says this. Um, do you think Deion Sanders will be a distraction for the school as a whole? No. And I think it's because of what I just said, Strick. I think that a lot of what Colorado is trying to do and what they're going to do is the Deion Sanders show, for lack of better words. And that's okay. They've accepted that. That's what they're going to do. I don't know if Nebraska and Nebraska's fans would ever allow that to be the case. And is that going to leave? Is that going to make it so you can't hire a guy like Deion Sanders? Yeah, probably so. Because the, the the Deion Sanders show, the coming in and saying you might as well hit the transfer portal. I've got guys waiting, which he does. We're going to hit the transfer portal. We're going to have big nil deals. We're going to get guys to the pros. That's that's the selling point. That's what he's doing, and that's what he's going to do. I don't know if Nebraska would handle a coach like that. I don't. I don't think that's what Nebraska's brand has been, and I don't know if that it would be accepted. To be honest with you, yeah, I mean because it's it's going to be in your face. It is, it's, and it's it, going to work. I'm telling. It, I'm telling you right it's now, work. it's not going to be a distraction. It's going to work. It's going to work. Um, there is just something that we're not used to. It is what it is. Um, we're not used to somebody just with that type of charisma, that type of you know flamboyancy, that type of just in your face and tell it like a TI is and don't care what you think about it. If you like it, you don't. We did have it. There was one similar to it, but just not the same type of charisma. And that was Bo Pelini. Mm-hmm. Bo, Bo, Bo Pelini was like that. Bo Pelini will tell you like a TI is and didn't give a flying if you <laughs> liked it or not, you know? So yeah, I, I think I, listen, if you don't think that what, what he's going to be able to do there is going to work. It will work. You're going you're, you're gonna to be sadly mistaken coming in the next three years. I, I'd say at worst, three years. Well, and this is the thing, too. And Tiny Pig says, Prime isn't a long-term hire for Colorado. He won't be there long. This is what I've said and what I'll always say, and I'll say the same thing for Matt Rule. Damn it, I hope he's not here long. I, that's the one thing that I never understood when the, the coaching carousel was happening and Nebraska fans were talking about who they wanted and, and things like that. When it comes down to it, if he is here for three to four years, if it goes correctly, I'm not saying yes, I don't want to have him being fired after three or four years. I'm on the same page as you guys. If he bolts after three or four years, that means he did something right. Right. That means that Nebraska is in the best position they've been as a program since Bo Pelini. Yeah, I'm okay with that. In Colorado, as an absolute dumpster fire that they were this past year, Deion Sanders went in there and said, "You might as well hit the transfer portal." You know why? Because they were terrible. They it's weren't a culture any that good. was that it festered. They were bad. Yeah. Their culture was bad, and the program is the lowest that it's been in decades. Yeah. Nebraska's in the same spot. I hope Matt Rule does leave after three or four years because that means the program is in a far better position than it is now. Yeah, Texter Texter says. Um, so what you and Strick are saying, Texter3226, are saying that Matt Rule will not work here because he's not in your face enough. No, that's, that's not what not I'm saying. That's not at all what we said. That's not what we're saying. What, what I'm saying is this. Just, just here, put this metaphor in your head and, and kind of you know, try to follow me with it. What I'm saying is two programs in a similar space, similar to with two airplanes sitting on a runway. One is a fighter jet, F-18, F-16, whatever you want to call it. The other is a 747. They both take jet fuel, but one has afterburner capacities to get in the air and go straight to 10,000 feet at the drop of a dime. Like that. 
at the drop of a dime. That's what Matt Rule is putting together has the same capacity to have the altitude mm-hmm. that 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 same other plane was able to do on the other side, which is where which is my metaphor is Colorado. But it's going the the trajectory is going to be a slow, patient one. I don't I don't know, and it could be different. I could be wrong. But but from the strategic like method that he's trying to put, it's a foundation it builder. Like. So for me, it's okay. I don't have a problem with it. I'm cool with it. I, I'm I'm even going to be willing to be patient with it. I'm down for the Matt Rule rules. I'm down for it. But I'm just telling you, one has jet fuel, the other has jet fuel, but one has afterburner capacities to go in seconds to 10,000, 20,000 feet, right. whereas the other may have a, just a little slower trajectory. Right. That's and, all. And, and I agree. And, I, and I'm not saying a coach has to be in your face whatsoever. That, that's not what we're saying at all. We're saying that they have very different coaching styles, and I, I think that Matt Rule is fitting what Trev is looking for yes. and a lot of the fans yes. is a foundation. Because I, and I'm okay I, with and it. I, and I'm okay with it, too. Yeah. It, for what it's worth, I'm very okay with it. But I think that's what Trev was looking for, and I think that's what a lot of the fan base is looking for. Because here's Stability the difference. and a foundation. Here's the difference also. Because you're looking at the Deion Sanders situation. It can go up fast. It can last as long as he's there. Right. Because as, as we said, I don't know how long he would be there. If he changed that trajectory of that program, there's an SEC team like an old Miss, a Mississippi State, or somebody like that that's going to come calling. An Auburn. Auburn. Maybe even a Florida. Yeah. Somebody's going to come calling. But they will. And so here's the thing. The next guy very possibly not, may not be able to do the same thing that Dion has done. And a lot of those players may say, I'm out. I'm following And so you go from 20,000, you lost your air power, and it crashes. crashes. Whereas the rule system has the capacity to stay at higher altitudes longer. So I'm okay with it. I'm down with it. I'm down with the long play. Right. That rule is trying to put together, and that's why I think they gave him the eight years because they he laid that's the, what they're looking. He for. sat down with Trev. Right. He laid the foundation. He said, "This is what I'm I'm planning to do. This is how I'm going to go about it." And that's where I think you got an eight year because right. that's the same. That's a, just a different plan. Yeah, and that's what Texter says too. Fighter also likely to crash and burn. Exactly, I, and, and that's the thing too. And I'm not saying that it will because I think that Deion Sanders will build a better foundation than whatever the hell Colorado's doing now. Yeah, they have literally nothing. They're yeah. awful. Yeah. They're one of the worst teams in Power Five. Um, but that that is the risk that you run if you're a Colorado is that you build all the way up to a Deion Sanders and you make the playoffs. Say one year he dips, then what do you have? Because yeah. their selling point is Deion Sanders. Yeah. But in Nebraska, even if Matt Rule leaves, the goal is to sell the N, the brand, the program. Yeah. It's just very different. And it's it's very different coaching styles. And I think I think for what it's worth, or at least I hope, both of them work out. Because I'm I'm rooting for Deion Sanders. I, I, I truthfully am. Now, I'm not rooting for Colorado, but I'm certainly rooting for Deion yeah, Sanders. i got to say I think Kevin's we'll wrong. Because, he, although you may not like Deion, I don't think it's going to be a disaster. No. Like Frost. I, I think I you're going to be so. – I think you might come on a little bit later in a few years and say, eh, I might have made a mistake on that one. We'll keep talking about it. Coming up next, stay with us on the block. 93.7 Ticket.